Welcome back to The Water Boys, episode 13. Again, this is a very special week for us because women's hockey is hosting nationals at UPEI. We covered that on the last episode. But Holland College is hosting their national tournament for the CCAA Women's Volleyball. Today, joining us, returning guest, Sam Gerbig from Charlottetown BEI. And we also have Hayden Nickel, head coach of Hurricanes Women's Volleyball from Guelph, Ontario. Thanks for coming on the show, folks. No problem. Yeah, yeah. excited to be here. For sure. Yeah. So, you guys have had a standout season. Regular season, let's begin with this. Uh, only had one loss, correct? That's right. Yeah. How did that feel? The loss or the wins? <laughs> the wins. Let's focus on the wins. Um, it was really good to go out and get our job done. We were never looking too far ahead of season, where it's just game by game. So, when we did have that loss, it was humbling. But, uh, no, it was a really good season with a really good group. Yeah. Now, as a coach, how did those... Uh, Wins feel you get a great record going into the playoffs. Yeah, How you feel? yeah, we were exactly where we wanted to be, right? We wanted to be that number one seed in playoffs to give ourselves home court advantage um, through conference playoffs and hosting mm-hmm. nationals this week as well. Unfortunately, things didn't go our way in that semifinal, but in the regular season, we took care of business and, and won a few pretty big matches. So you guys come out first, you're first in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the key to success for you guys in the regular season? Um, for us, with a with such a small roster, mm-hmm. um, they lost a couple bodies before I took over the job in the beginning of October, and um, we're running with right now about nine bodies right now on, mm-hmm. a, yeah. on a volleyball team. Most teams coming to nationals this week will probably carry at least 15 um so it makes practice pretty tough but a little bit of an advantage with that is that i can get pretty individualized with each of the players on the court and they get very familiar with each other and we're able to run offensive and defensive systems very easily because we can work with that small group so often every single day with the same people yeah do you think uh, part of the reason that the playoff game was harder for you guys was because you might have been worn down by the time that you guys got to that playoff game with such small numbers? Mm-hmm. So the, the week before, um, we had a road trip uh, to Fredericton and Moncton. And when we came back um, to the bridge, we had um, some COVID issues um, that kept us out for a week of training um, right before our UKC match on that Sunday. Uh, before the playoffs started. So I don't think it was a rest. Um, it, it wasn't that we needed more rest. I think we needed less rest in mm-hmm. um, that point. Taking a week off completely from all activities and working out and video sessions and everything like that, not being able to do any anything as a team really, I think, hurt us a little bit. Obviously not using that as an excuse to of why we lost. We yep. clearly didn't play our best volleyball that day and... In the playoffs, you can't you can't have off days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go into playoffs with three on your bench. Okay. So what was the focus for your girls out on the court there, going uh, into the playoffs? It was just putting everything on, like leaving everything on the court, and uh, like constantly in the locker room, we're just talking to each other. What can we do to help each other? What can we do to help the team? And we're very like goal focused and team focused in that sense. So it was our main focus was just like how we can support each other and focusing on our side and although the outcome didn't happen like we're still very supportive going in national same mindset like every point by point game by game 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's take it to Stu in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I understand salt and wound, <laughs> uh, but we'll get over it. Um, time passes, but fifth set against Stu. What's going through your head before that set starts? Um, I was I was stressing, but I like I knew we we have had many games in the past where it's come to like a fourth set or a fifth set, and we've always pulled through. So I was hoping like focus point by point every like rally and like I was hoping we could pull through but we just couldn't we just couldn't like get a pass up for our setter and we just made our, our like job so much harder and um unfortunately that's the outcome we had but uh it was definitely stressful I remember just like standing in the court and it was like 14-9 and I was like looking across the court and I was like oh my gosh I can't believe this is about to happen like it was just it wasn't until then I was just like oh shoot like and like it's tough because like, this is the second time I've lost this dude in the semis. I lost in my uh, second year with LB, so it was just like it was bittersweet for me, for sure. No, were you expecting Sue to come out the way they came out in that semifinal game, or were you guys kind of shocked by the game plan they came out with? I think um, what they did on their side, um, I wouldn't say it was unexpected. They had a really weird quarterfinal against LAC. I happened to be in the gym um, because our men's team was playing right after. So I got to witness it live and actually um, and see everything there. Um, They came out with a lot of momentum after beating Dallas C in five. A few weeks before, they took some bad losses, had some had some poor games, and wasn't a team that I don't think anyone else in the league was expecting to kind of come out hot when it mattered. Um, They were kind of trending in the wrong direction. did we underestimate them? No, I don't think so. We we said before that match, any team who makes it to this point deserves to be here. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. you're in playoffs, um, nothing's given to you anymore. Um, there's no free wins. You have to earn everything. So I I would say they, because we beat them 3 nothing both times uh, during the regular season, um, maybe we weren't expecting them to give up or to give us as much of a fight as they did. Um, but after that first set, I think it kind of woke us up a little bit, came back in the second set and absolutely dominated. Um, but we can't be a team that has ups and downs. Um, that whole match, we were either playing at a very, very high level or a very, very low level. Um, and you can't do that in in playoff matches. So you made a good point, uh, before this, uh, you said everybody's coming into this tournament, except for you guys, on a high. That's right. They just won or did very well in their respective conferences. Mm-hmm. So you guys are the only ones with a chip on your shoulder. So how's practice been this week, Sam? Um, well, the new core just went down yesterday, so that was our first time playing since Friday. But um, after the loss, I found like practices took a while to gain momentum again. But then I find the last few days, it's been very like focused on our game plans and focused on uh just nationals like we have nothing to lose at this point in time and everything to gain so now we just i find like practices are more like there's less stress on our shoulders like there's like especially like uh this is how i go into every practice like all i like i only have like these nationals left like this is what am i why i'm gonna leave anything behind like i may as well leave everything on the court yeah. and a lot of the girls are in the same mindset whether they come back next year or not it's just like this is it this is our chance we got to play the best volleyball or else that's it like we're done yeah. yeah, so like you said, Sam, you've been on the show before and we know that you, this is your last year. So 
how has we were hoping that it was gonna unpause and come back for you. It did. Mm-hmm. So how was the rest of the season for yourself in terms of being your last year? Are you taking every game like like we know it's gonna be your last after this year mm-hmm. after this year, but every game like I got I want to win because like this is my last year. I'm going out on a win. Yeah, uh, like whether it's a game or practice, I find like. I get so upset with myself when I make a mistake because I'm like, man, I know better. I've been here long enough and I like, I want to win so bad and I want to look back on my career and on my season knowing that I gave everything I had to the girls and on the court. And so that's how I'm going into like nationals and that's how I went into every game the rest of the season. I was just mm-hmm. like, this is all I have left. So if I'm going to like close this chapter on my life, like I want to make sure it like ends on my terms and like whether we win or lose doesn't matter. Like I want to make sure that I give everything I have left. Yeah. Cause this is all I have left. Yeah. yeah. So Hayden, you coach the men's and women's teams at Halton college. That's right. How does it feel to have one of your teams, even though it wasn't the traditional round, mm-hmm. go to nationals? Yeah. It's obviously a very exciting experience for me as a coach. Um, this year is my first year being uh, the head coach of any of the teams I've been with. I've coached at some pretty high levels, but I've never been the top the top guy, yeah. um, the top boss. So obviously when I took over the women's team in October, I knew that this week that we're currently at was the focus. Um, yes, we had other goals leading up to this, um, like winning ACAAs and bringing that back. Um, but there's still other things to accomplish this week, and we've been excited for this for almost two years now. Yeah. Uh, some of the girls have been hanging out uh, for these last few years. Of It wasn't last year. It was supposed to be the beginning, beginning of March. Now it's the end of March. It's just been waiting and waiting and waiting, and now that it's finally here, I think everyone's really excited to get going. We're shaking the soda, and uh, we're about to take the cap off. So. <laughs> so, yeah, Hayden, like your first year as a head coach, you mm-hmm. lead the women's team to the best record in the ACAA. Mm-hmm. Like, how does it feel like to come in as your first year and just prove to like everyone in the league, like I can coach here at the best level? Mm-hmm. I uh, I like to say to myself that I don't really have anything to to prove to anyone. Um, whether that be the school or, or the girls or other coaches. Um, at the end of the day, I, I give the girls everything that I can give them information-wise, but it's up to them to come out and play. So, nothing to prove. Yeah, nothing to prove, but the, the girls on the team were extremely motivated. Um, they had goals that they wanted to accomplish, and they weren't ready to just roll over when things didn't go their way. Um, there was moments in matches this year that 99% of teams would have given up. Um, early in the season, um, we were in situations against lower-ranked teams that we shouldn't have been in, um, and there was things off the court for them to deal with as well, and they they came out of it stronger and, and more as a, as a full group, um, and I think that really made some special bonds that um, made us more successful on the court as well. I just want to ask you, so as a first-year coach, Mm -hmm. did you honestly expect you to have such a successful season as what you did with the women's team, or were you Mm -hmm. like expecting like a, 
you know, 500 record going into the playoffs, or what were you expecting? I think uh, the beautiful thing about Holland College is that the expectation is always to be number one. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I took the job with the men's team. I wanted to be at a school that wants to be the best. Um, and with the girls that I, I knew I had, I knew that uh, the ceiling was pretty high uh, for what these girls could do. Um, lucky for me, they were bought in as well, just as much as I was. Um, so I wouldn't say it was, I was surprised that we did so well. I knew that we were going to have to work really, really hard um, to get where we wanted to be. Um, but luckily, we were all on the same page of how hard we wanted to work. And for you, Sam, like having Hayden as your coach and for, for a first-year coach, like how much did he... Do you think he pulled out of you guys, like as a team? He's very technical. It's so weird talking about him when he's right next to But uh, he's very technical. So there's a lot of, um, and I've had, like in the last podcast, like I've had a ton of coaches and he would be my third home college coach. Um, but he's very technical. So being able to break down a lot of skills, especially as like skills such as reception are changing with uh, in the sport. So it's really good to be able to, even with a smaller group, being able to break things down per player mm -hmm. is so helpful. And it's not something I've ever had before. So it's been very hands-on with our small group. And uh, so I'm like really grateful for that. I find like my passing's the best it's ever been since like Hayden's taken over. And it really helped us like refocus as when he stepped in in October, everything felt like an absolute mess. And then when he took over, everything very quickly went back on track. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you just said you have nothing to prove, but that also means you have nothing to lose. Yeah. So going into that, what is, what's the focus to not lose to Humber? Uh, here in the first matchup. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty happy with the matchup with Humber that we that we ended up getting. Um, obviously, this is a program that's. I think they've won like sixteen or seventeen of the last twenty Ontario Women's Volleyball mm -hmm. Championships. They are a very storied program, and they have a lot of success on their side. Um, I do think there's a few things that we can try to take advantage of on their side. Um, and I think it's a very favorable matchup. I think we match up well with them compared to some of the other teams yeah. in the tournament. Um, a lot of uh, these teams are very familiar to being at the national level. Holland, in the last few years, is starting to get that reputation as the best team in the East. Um, and we're looking to continue that and, and start making next steps to be more... Uh, to be able to contend more at the national level. Instead of just being an ACAA representative, we want to make some noise um, in these national tournaments. And I think this year is a, a great year to really get that started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, Sam, you have film here in half an hour. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you've seen Humber yet, but if you have, what what are you going to do to beat them? Uh, sticking to the game plan is huge. Like, uh Based on just their like stats of their heights, like they are a big team, yeah. and we aren't very tall. We have a couple tall players, but uh, we have to be smart in order to uh, like to win. We have to exploit their weaknesses and really focus on that. And if we get too far off the game plan, that's where we're gonna fail. So we have to make sure we like work as a unit and stick yeah. to that. Yeah. So big weekend ahead, and there's a back route to the bronze medal mm -hmm. that you guys can take. Uh, and obviously the goal is to win it, mm -hmm. but what is the true goal here? Obviously play meaningful matches and all that, but mm -hmm. what's the focus for you guys? 
Uh, I think leaving our mark, exactly what Hayden said, and, like, showing that we can make some noise as a program. We're not, like, every team looks at us, and, like, this happened last time we went to Nationals. Every team looks at us and underestimates us and sees us as, and we're not, like, they don't even see us as underdogs. They just see us as another team before yeah. they get to the medals. It'd be nice for our program to be recognized for how hardworking we are and, like, like for this team to be the foundation to a future of Hong College winning a championship, whether that's this year or next year, mm-hmm. but just to be able to make some noise as a school, exactly what yeah. Ian said. Yeah. yeah, and it's a long road to see MSVU, the folks who took the ACAA championship. So uh, it, it would obviously be nice to get some redemption against them, mm-hmm. but who else are you looking forward to, to play this, in this tournament here? Who's a team or a player? I'm or... actually like kind of want to see like the Manitoba League just because of this is their yeah. first year. I'm very like yeah, I'm very like interested to see what comes out of that league, but I'm actually very excited to play Humber. Uh, mm-hmm. When I played in Ontario, I was on the team that was the first team yeah. to beat them like seven years, and uh, I actually know some of the girls on the team, so it'll actually be like really fun to play them, and I'm very excited to see what we can bring against them. Oh, so you played Humber yeah. at St. Clair mm-hmm. against Humber. Wow. Yeah, a little personal matchup for yeah. yourself. Yeah. A little vendetta. V is for Holly College. <laughs> Nationals is a big thing here on the island. We've got two national events this weekend. So what are you guys looking for? I know you guys have had a lot of support this year throughout the community. Mm-hmm. What are you guys expecting to see come nationals this weekend? Like, are you expecting to see sellout crowds cheering for you guys? Like, what, what's the expectation for you guys this weekend? I'm hoping that the crowds are full. Like, they just increased capacity for our gym. And uh, I've been working at the desk at the gym, so I've been watching, like, ticket sales and stuff for the championship passes. But um, I was in the stands last time we hosted a Women's Nationals Volleyball back in 2016, I think. And it was packed. It was the most electric environment. So I'm really hoping that the community and the fans come through. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so excited. It's going to be so much fun. And what about you, Hayden? Yeah, having having this home court advantage is something that um, most of these athletes are never going to have again at the national at the national level. This yeah. is their one chance to play in the biggest tournament in the country in their home gym. Um, we have the advantage of of playing on this court all year long. We've been able to practice on the national court for the last few days now, and these other teams aren't going to be able to do that. Our fans have showed up when we needed them most. Uh, we had a big match against Mount Allison kind of early, well, not early in the second semester, but when it finally restarted, it was <laughs> yeah. one of the first few games of, mm-hmm. of second semester. And I think I truly got to see what we were capable of from a, from a fans and from a support standpoint. Um, and I'm hoping that we get something even stronger for such a huge tournament for the program and such a, a big uh, event for the for the school to put on. Now you mentioned about the wood itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any difference you guys have found in the past couple days from practicing on your normal court to this national floor? Um, yeah, like the sport court is like like three by three grids. Um, they do and it's shift like a, a bit. Plastic too, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, like I remember playing in nationals when I was like sixteen, and it was a little bit cheaper version of this. So like it does like make a noise when you step on it, it shifts a little bit, but uh, as we keep practicing on it, it's getting, we're getting more and more used to it, but it's it's shiny, it's really nice. Which one do you prefer? Um, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. Hey, you're smiling here. Yeah. I prefer like the wood court, but um, yeah, like a freshly done wood court is probably a little bit nicer, but uh, the sport court does look nice. Yeah. And Hayden? Uh, as, a, as a former player, I would, uh, I would 
definitely have loved uh, the normal wood floor a little bit better. Um, but at the national stage, you need to provide the best of the best. And from a looks wise and just overall appeal, um, sport course, the way to go. The, the middle set, the actual volleyball court is made from a wood material yeah. sport court. So it's a little bit more realistic on the outsides. It's, it's that plastic that we're used to. Um, but it's something to adjust to. But like I said earlier, we have gotten to practice with this all week. Teams will be rolling in on in Wednesday evening, get one hour to practice on it on Thursday, and and that's it. Then they'll have to be ready to go right in the match. So another advantage for us being the home team, um, and hopefully we can use it to our you advantage. You get a double home court. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you get the 100. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So do you find like the reaction time is a little different, that the wood, well, the plastic slash wood <laughs> shifts under your feet? Like... Um, it was like, yeah, it was like a little bit of adjustment. So like, I do find I like moved a little bit differently as I adjusted, but as like the first practice went through, you were moving more normally. We just needed to get enough reps, like moving through and like just testing it out. Just like, it was just like playing on a court you'd never played on before, Mm -hmm. essentially. It was no different. So I, like by the end of practice, we were all very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Floor, floor is floor. Mm-hmm. So, what, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what after that hour you felt a bit comfortable with it yeah yeah okay. it does make the gym brighter too whereas it's so shiny it makes like all the lights reflect off of okay. it so mm-hmm. it's nice and bright so we won't spend all the episode on flooring and uh <laughs> covid yeah so you guys were perfect were you guys per- i'm pretty sure you guys were perfect before the break happened for covid right we had the one loss okay. to Dallas C the second last weekend of uh, of the first semester. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So before the COVID break, you guys were cruising. How do you think the two-month-long hiatus, we'll call it, uh, of the COVID break affected you guys' team? Or did it benefit you guys at all? Like, what, what's, what do you guys feel like it did to you? Um, well, we did have like a huge period, like you already take a break in December for Christmas. So yeah. it's usually like three weeks off anyways. And then, uh, we were supposed to get back like December 28th or something. So we could do our like, no, we were supposed to do like a tournament in Quebec, but then that got canceled. And then there was a, a lockdown. So that was another two weeks. So it was just a long break. So I think it, all it did was just like delay us like being more like of a, like a unit. So it did take us like another like week to get back into it, but our first week back was like very high energy. You can tell that everyone missed each other, and then uh, I think that really helped set the tone for the rest of the second half. Mm-hmm. And for you, Hayden, as a coach, did you notice any drop off like in the team from the having the break that they had mm-hmm. because of this COVID pandemic? I felt physically uh, that first week back uh, to practice was pretty tough on the on the girls' bodies. Um, taking that amount of time away from the game in the middle of your season is something that you don't really experience in non-COVID times Mm -hmm. um, unless you're injured for some reason but the full team being away from the gym I think it took us a little bit to to get back into our rhythm Um, but once we did uh, we had to be ready to go right away because we had some challenging matches Mm -hmm. to begin the second semester and I think just knowing that those matches were coming um, really motivated us through those first couple weeks of practices, um, knowing that we had to be at our absolute best if we wanted to win. Mm -hmm. So you guys obviously have had a great season, and we know that you guys are going to bring it your all. Uh, 
what what do you guys expect to before we let you go here? What do you guys like expect out of your team? Do you expect a gold medal? Do you expect a medal at all? Or are you guys just like you said trying to make noise and yeah make people aware of the program at Holland College? So my goal and and what we've talked about um, as a team is that this year is not um, the year we're going to win it all. It's just not a realistic goal to set. Um, I think our team has the capability to play in these meaningful matches. And when I talk about meaningful matches, I mean in these big quarterfinal matches, I think we have the capability to win these. I, I can see us beating Humber and being in a national semifinal, which would be massive for this program and I think would, would really set us on, on the path we want to be. Um, and once you're in a national semifinal, anything can happen, right? And I think I mentioned that about ACAAs, like everyone's earned the right to be here, mm -hmm. so any wins are, are deserved. Um, and I think to send off um, athletes like Sam um, to at the end of their volleyball career on, on such a big tournament um, that only lasts three days, but it's a ton of volleyball. You can, if you're... If you lose that first day and you're trying to go for the backdoor bronze uh, medal route, then you could be playing four matches in, in three days um, mm -hmm. and two matches on that Sunday. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so it's going to be a lot of strain on the body, um, but I think we've physically prepared for that in the gym and we're mentally ready to go through the ups and downs of the national tournament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Sam, what's the goal? Uh, literally, like, water actually physiotherapists, like, inspired me by this, like, early on in the second half was to leave your mark. And whether it's, like, I just want to do whatever I can for my team and just, like, do the best I can. I want to leave everything on that court and just be happy with how I played and just support my team in any way. Like, I want us to win, but as long as of we're playing as a unit and we're giving it our all, I will be very happy. Yeah, well... We wish you the best, and uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Justin, why don't you tell the folks where they can find us? Yes, so you can f subscribe to us on YouTube uh, at like and subscribe, and you can like and follow along on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we just started a new social media handle called under Waterboys underscore media where we are going to try and cover more island sports that aren't being covered by anyone at this moment in time. We'll be the TSN for PEI. <laughs> so uh, cue the music. <laughs>